Hi, I'm Gary Duncan. Along with my family and all of us at KFUO, I wish you a Merry Christmas. We read in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. In Romans 6:23, For the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ. See, when the Bible speaks of salvation, it's a gift from God. It's something given to us freely, not something we've earned. During this holiday season, I hope you're comforted by the words of Scripture. Also, during this time of giving, please pray for KFUO. Pray that we continue to have the resources needed to proclaim Christ worldwide. We read in Romans, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Our mission at KFUO is to proclaim the word of Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Would you help us do that? Please consider making a gift today to KFUO. Call 800-844-0524. That's 800-844-0524. Thanks for your support, and Merry Christmas. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. All right. What is going on here? going on here yeah baby (laughs) hi welcome to the beautiful campus of lcmsu everybody i'm your host now say my name the chancellor pastor marcus zill we are here today in the student union checking in Yet a second time, Miss Emma Simonson. How are you doing today, Emma? Doing well, Pastor Zill. How are you? Doing fantabulous. And you are, if I recall, you are at the University of Evansville, home of the, let's see, the Green Aces, the Red Aces. What is it? Getting closer. Uh, <laughs> the Purple Aces. The, the, the Purple Aces. University of Evansville, and you are from where originally? Arlington Heights, Illinois. It's a northwest suburb of Chicago. Okay. And so you went all the way down to the University of Evansville, and how long have you been there? I've been here. This is my sixth year. Wow. Have you gotten your undergraduate degree yet? Yes, yes. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just a little chancellor humor on the air. Oh, I don't mind. I finished my bachelor's in athletic training in May of 2016, and then I'm finishing up my doctor of physical therapy um, come this uh, May in 2018. But you just finished, like, finals for the semester and kind of you're done with your classwork, are you not? Mostly, yeah. Just finished classes, just finished my last finals week. Um, Next semester, I just have clinicals and then one online class. Wow. And then you will be Dr. Emma Simonson. Yes, that's right. That would be awesome. Although I could have conferred a degree to you without you going through all this expense. If you had told me that a few years ago, I would have taken you up on it. (laughs) Maybe I should do that, use my chancellor powers at this fake university called LCMSU and start, you know, like if somebody's on the show the third time, then they get an honorary doctorate or something like that. We'll have to play around with that. But I thought I would, you had dropped me a note um, 
just letting me know that uh, you have been heavily involved in the campus ministry there at the University of Evansville and that the torch was being passed that you've elected new leadership for your campus group. Um, and that got me thinking, maybe we should talk about some of these things. But first, tell us, uh, our listeners, a little bit about, you know, all campus ministry groups are a little bit different. Tell us about your campus group there at the University of Evansville. Give us a little bit of the history, how it got started, and kind of how it conducts itself, and how you kind of interrelate with the churches and pastors in the community. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we have been unofficial for quite a while in terms of campus ministry. Um, Pastor Sean Smith got us started um, at uh, Redeemer right across Wait, the street. Wait, Pastor Sean Smith, who now lives over here near St. Louis and graces the radio station here at KFUO during Concord Matters, I believe? That's Sean Smith? The very same. The wow. very same. <laughs> okay. So he uh, got started with campus outreach just because it's awesome how close the congregation is to UE. It's literally right across the street. And so he was able to reach out to campus. Um, and then I kind of was able to take over campus ministry for a few years, um, connect with a lot of local pastors. A lot of our campus ministry comes through circuit support, not just one congregation or another. And then we were able to gain actually official recognition at UE's campus um, over the summer. So we started this semester being an official university uh, group, which is very, very cool. We're really excited about it. And so, so Sean, Pastor Smith, kind of got it going, and then he left. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they, the, the other local folks in the community kind of leaned on you a little bit more. Um, with your level of administrative awesomeness and trying to coordinate things. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I suppose so. We can put it that way. (laughs) Okay. Well, no, and I'm sure you've been a a great blessing in terms of uh, being, you know, being on campus and being one of the students um, as well as kind of, you know, you know, I've had had the privilege of visiting once and uh, you work with two, especially two pastors in the community. Who do you work most closely with? Uh, so when you came and visited, you met Pastor Weiss and Pastor Esterline, who um, are Evansville West Circuit visitor, um, Pastor at Concordia, and then also um, Pastor Esterline is Pastor at Messiah, which is right by University of Southern Indiana, which is another uh, college in town. And then Pastor Schneider has been teaching our Bible study on campus for about a year, year and a half. Okay. Wow. That's excellent. And that, that speaks really well. Lots of times people don't realize that in campus ministry, it not every campus ministry is the same. They're all kind of organized differently, but you have had quite a lot of interest just in terms of a lot of moving part. A lot of times what happens is people are sitting around going, well, I'm willing to support this. I'm willing to support this. What about you? Yeah, I'll do a little, but, it, but they all kind of, nobody actually jumps in, but you know, kudos to, uh, Pastor Smith for getting this going and to you for kind of helping on the inside in terms of the coordination of these things. But it it takes stakeholders of all sorts. And uh, this has been a real, you mentioned this has been a circuit-wide effort. Tell us more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So in Evansville, we have two circuits. We have an east and a west circuit. And what we've kind of found works best for us is having a key contact for campus ministry at each congregation, whether that's the pastor or someone else that steps up and says, you know, I'd really like to be involved with campus ministry and I'm a member of this congregation. Sure. And so we'll have 
biannual meetings that we've been able to then share what we're doing, what we want to do. Hey, I need help with this. Oh, I can help you with that. All that kind of uh, interworking. And then it's really cool because then um, students come together and they may attend different congregations on Sundays, but we're coming together for Bible study on campus during the week. And what have you guys been studying? Uh, So we went through the large catechism. We went through it over, I think, two or three semesters. Um, And then next semester, Pastor Schneider is going to be teaching on the Gospel of Matthew. Excellent. And so he's he's kind of the designated... uh not a designated hitter or field goal kicker or whatever. He's kind of the designated Bible study leader. Yeah. A, a, a DBSL. <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, he's been leading our um, Bible studies for the most part. Uh, it's been a wonderful blessing to have him uh, teaching us on campus and joining us for those studies. Now, how did you? So, how did you get involved as in kind of your student leadership? kind of position with what you do you're the you have been serving as the president of the group and you said that you guys were unofficial now you've always been official as far as lcmsu concerned you guys filled that all out really early Mm -hmm. when you're saying unofficial you mean in terms of being recognized by the university right we weren't recognized for the university um i mean like i said it's my sixth year here at ue so my first five years, we weren't recognized by the university. And so that just caused you to operate in a little bit different way, um, kind of limits our advertising on campus. We can't always reach out to students the ways that we want to. So that was part of our reasoning for then adopting an officer board. We wrote a constitution, and um, that's really brought some structure to our campus ministry as well with this transition that we saw coming up with me leaving for my last semester of physical therapy studies, we said, okay, we think this will give us some good structure. Let's have an officer board. Let's have a constitution. We had, you know, nominations, elections, and uh, it, it's gone really, really well. So how, that, that's gone well. And what have been maybe the biggest benefits that you have had from doing that versus if you hadn't do it? Like, what you're, are you thinking, well, if we hadn't done this, then my goodness, we wouldn't be able to do certain things. What are some of the key things? Sure. Um, reaching out to students, we have so many more avenues available to us, uh, things like a daily email that gets sent out. They have flyers up all over the campus. We are able to get students' email addresses and then wow. even post flyers on um, like a TV screens throughout campus. And then I don't know if it's available to all organizations, but the religious organizations, I was able to go to admissions office and say, hey, like, we're a group affiliated with Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Are there any freshmen that identified saying, hey, I'm an LCMS member or go to Lutheran Church? Um, can I get their contact information? And I was able to get a list of students that way. Wow. You've got the touch because nobody else can do that. That's actually fairly rare that now, now the University of Evansville is kind of a quasi-religious background yeah, University of Evansville officially has Methodist ties. Okay. And uh, so um, that probably helps a little bit versus if it's most secular schools, it would be a, a unheard of if they gave out that information. Because, you know, of course, separ- separation of church and state or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there probably is at U of E, there's also a chaplain on campus that uh, kind of is loosely tied. They even have a chapel. In fact, if you remember when I was there, I was drooling over. So many people don't realize even 
not not just at private schools, but even at secular universities, many times there are chapels on campus. Have you guys ever had a chance to use that for anything? We unfortunately haven't. Um, tossed around a few ideas, but haven't had anything come to work yet. But don't worry, I passed on to our officer board that if they plan something, we can hold you to your promise to come back. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, and you don't. It's it's a great place. I, I look forward. To, I'm going to find some reasons to come back and uh, put something because it's so awesome to have to have. I mean, many times people don't realize that that a lot of secular universities, especially that they will have memorial chapels, alumni. Somebody dies. They, they give some money to the university and they're like, what do you need? Well, we don't really have a chapel. Or somebody says, we think that they should have a chapel and we'll pay for it. And they're like, okay. And they'll have to Uh allow anybody to use it. And usually if you're an RSO, you can do that. I know that the University of Evansville is private. It's a little bit different. But there's nothing, nothing better than saying, hey, you know what? We don't need to necessarily have our own building off campus, but really game the system and use the facilities that are available um, on campus, whether it's meeting in the student union or in, you know, in various classrooms, or if they happen to have a chapel making use of that. So, so put that, that needs to be on the campus ministry bucket list. So, got it. <laughs> all right. So, how do you, so you guys are structured, typical president, vice president, et cetera, et cetera? Yep. Yeah. Vice president, VP, uh, or vice, vice president, president, uh, secretary, and then treasurer. And does everybody kind of have their own kind of uh, thing to do, or is it kind of like, you know, some uh, titles without actual substance? Well, we did lay out the responsibilities in the Constitution, and when I met with them, um, the way I kind of explained it, because people were might be concerned about a time commitment or things like sure. that, um, I simply explained, President has the most time commitment. Beyond that, the other three are an equal minimal time commitment. Um, At this point, we don't have a lot of funds for our treasurer to work with, but we are actually going to change our status to where we can request financial funds from the university if we want to. Uh, So I don't know if there's any real position that won't have much substance, um, but it's kind of nice because it's not a a huge time commitment. And I think that they're going to do a really good job of you know, working together as a team. It's not so much a hierarchy that we have in place, but uh, working together as a group. And how do you think, um, how do you think having the, has it been a help to the other students? You, you mentioned when you dropped me the note, um, that was fortuitous for me asking you on the program today, but when you dropped me the note, you said the torch has been passed. Has it been, uh, has it made it easier to basically elect new leaders and to train people up so they can kind of see what others have done before them? Has this been a help to the group cohesively? Um, I mean, it's so soon. I mean, we just had our meeting on Thursday because their their term will officially start in January with the new semester. So it might be too early to tell, but um, I do hope that it's beneficial. We made it a part of our constitution for former leadership to meet with newly elected leadership every November. So we do think that it's really important that there's that communication between groups and leadership. And it's, it's nice that you'll still be around. So it's not like you're, you're leaving right away. And so you can uh, hang around that you might in the spirit of Advent and John the Baptist, you can decrease while the new leader can increase. (laughs) There we go. I like it. (laughs) So, uh, um, 
and how now thinking back you've been there six years it probably blows your mind that it's been that long how has the time gone and and has it as you think you know a lot of young people are thinking ahead they're going home for christmas i myself have a son who's a senior in high school thinking about where he's going to college do you even remember what was in your mind six years ago when you were thinking about heading back heading out to the university of evansville or does it seem like so long ago I probably remember a little bit. Um, I, because it helped too that you uh, gave me a little heads up uh, what to expect here because I was able to think back, okay, what, how was I involved in either campus ministry or church life by uh, just approaching college as a freshman? Um, I what was, was the hardest thing as a freshman when you took what set off for school? The hardest thing as a freshman? Um, I mean, honestly, it was probably more so along the lines of uh, academics and just switching my whole study schedule around uh, and learning how to prioritize time in a totally different, you know, not going to school for seven hours, then sports, then home, it's class and then break and lunch and break and all those kind of things. So learning how to plan time differently was probably the biggest challenge for me. You know, I actually think that that is perhaps the biggest issue facing uh our young people transitioning from high school to college is just the economy of their time and how to be a good steward of it. Cause you know, they, they start looking at like, wow, I only have like 15 hours a week and I don't have to go to class on certain days. And, and then bam, they got hit with, wow, but that doesn't, it means I have to actually structure my, my study time and everything that I do a little bit differently. And it's, it's more, on, it's more it's, on you. So here you are, vulnerable, away from home, all this newness, and then boom, now you have to have even more structure um, that's, mm-hmm. that you have to, you have to really uh, be on top of yourself. So was there campus ministry at the University of Evansville? Had Pastor Smith started things off at that point? Or did you, did you kind of come into a situation where there wasn't much going on back then? six years ago? Um, It probably started more my sophomore year. So my freshman year, I had looked up churches in the area online. Um, Redeemer, like I mentioned, was right across the street. So I did go to church my freshman year. But if I could go back and do something different, I'd probably also attend Bible study. It's really intimidating, I think, as a freshman to go to church and be there by yourself. And then you know, not really know who's who. And then um, especially you you really just might not know anyone. And so that can be tough, but I think I would go to Bible study where I might meet more people and then just be more intentional about joining in the life of the congregation, because that's been absolutely an incredible blessing to me since sophomore year and now going into my sixth year here. Um, but before that, I mean, freshman year, I was I was very good at going into the the back pew, and then as soon as service is over, heading out the door. Um, so no, and and every that student does could. that. Every student does that, and and they uh, they sneak out. And and frankly, kudos. I I'll just confess that I I went to church three times on campus while I went to college. It took me three years as a campus pastor to realize just how tough it really is. You don't know anybody. You're used to mom or dad. You know, hey, get on down here. We're leaving in 20 minutes. You know, you got built-in people to sit with. You know who's there. Whatever's going on in church is now familiar to you. You know what's to expect. You know exactly what it's going to be like. You know most of the people there. And now you show up and you're supposed to just 
walk out of the dorm by yourself when everybody else is sleeping in and just show up as a total stranger somewhere on you. It's really pretty remarkable when you think about it that anybody shows up. Yeah, it can definitely be tough, but I think that that's a great lesson to learn. And I mean, whether you learn it through someone giving you advice or you just learn it through your own experience, um, the priorities that you have. Because clearly you're, if you're a college student, you're there to study, to learn, to get good grades. But And that's important, but it, it's not your absolute top priority. I mean, you've also got your life um as a Christian, you're growing in your faith and you're attending church um, and then with friends and family and those really important relationships. So it's it's a restructuring of your priorities almost. Sure. And it, I always encourage parents, parents, if you're listening and if you have a freshman heading off to school, don't go the very first Sunday in the fall, but wait a, wait, wait a Sunday or two and then go go take, go take with your uh, young person, your, your college freshman um, child, Go to go to church with them. Sometimes that that's helpful if you at least have someone that you can go with. And of course, this underscores why one of the emphases that we're going to have in the next couple three years. Um, I'm not going to unveil anything here, but uh, of really really drilling down and and trying to make these connections early. So you know, the more you can know who you are going to be hanging out with when you go to when you go off to college, um, the better because then maybe. Young people can show up and already know people before they even get to where they are going to go to church on Sunday morning. So much the better. Absolutely. We have those resources and, you know, ready for them. You know, connect with, like, LCMSU here in Evansville. They can connect with our Facebook page before they even get to Evansville if they're going to come to school here. Yeah. So once you decide where you're going to school, make yourself known. Don't wait around. If you're listening out there, students, don't wait around for somebody to find you and then show up. Chances are that there are others. There are there are Emma Simonsons and Pastor Sean Smiths on campuses all over the place, uh, <laughs> hoping that you will reach out to them so that they can be of help to you. But of course, they don't know if you don't let them know you're coming there. And of course, you know when you think about it, um, is that kind of the biggest? What, what do you think? What are some things that we as an you know you've you've been there for six years? You've seen the beginning of this this group. You've been more instrumentally involved with it integrally uh, the last few years. What, what could we do at the national level? Um, I have some sway as the chancellor of a fake university. What could we do in terms of our national campus ministry posture that could help you even more? Well, I I mean it was incredible having you visit us. And the student union's actually been a great tool. Um, I think if campus ministries, I don't know how um, common it is for different campus ministries to connect through that, but um, it was really cool listening to different episodes with different people involved in campus ministry and the different structures that they have, whether it's one congregation or many or, or, uh, uh, you know, an LCMSU chapel. Um, Being able to make those connections is really important to us. So any way that we can increase the connections between the chapters, whether that's at the, the, you know, the really local level, whether it's at district or national, um, anyway, we can increase communication and, you know, being able to share ideas would be a big help. Now, well, I'm uh, chomping at the bit here to unveil something. I'm not going to do it, but I think you all will be pleased because we're going to go old school and really go out of our way to connect uh, 
high school seniors here very, very soon, heading into to perhaps next fall and this spring. I got I got to hold off on that, but thank you for giving the chancellor kudos on his radio program. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that might welcome. maybe you'll uh, still get that honorary doctorate. Uh, anyways, oh, you can always bestow one to you before you even get your real one. So <laughs> whenever you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am thinking about actually bestowing honorary doctorates on on various people. Um, anyways, um, one last thing I want to ask you about, and you know, you you have been such an example, um, at, frankly, to me. Um, I wish I I always loved having students that were willing to be involved and roll up their sleeves and and do some of the organizational work on campus and whatnot. And so you have just been a real gem. But obviously you're cycling through. Um, that's Students tend to do that. I used to always pray for them until they were about to graduate. Then I would start praying that they would fail their classes <laughs> so that they couldn't leave. But it, they still would, would come through. But you're going to be an alumni of this place. And, you know, do you have any thoughts? Of, I mean, are you planning on just like, hey, I'm out of here? Or do you think there's ways that you can still remain connected to the campus ministry world? If nothing else, um, wherever you happen to be, there might be college students there and, and also caring for those that are still at the University of Evansville. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I won't be too far away with my clinicals next semester, so if I can make it to Bible studies or other events, um, I'd like to to drop into those. And um, I've provided my contact information. We had our meeting. Um, I've emailed, or I've met with the officers, and then I emailed our key campus ministry contacts and, you know, just let them know that I'm available. If they were to need me as a resource, um, I'm absolutely available and willing to help them. And then it's kind of shaped me to being involved in campus ministry, no matter where I end up, where whatever congregation I'm attending. If there's college students there, just being more intentional about noticing them in the congregation and then, you know, getting to meet them and make connections with them. Um, well, because... you are going to be an advocate wherever you go. And, and your student leadership capabilities will be helpful to others down the line as well. And Emma, I just wanted to say thank you once again. We're kind of out of time here. But thank you for being such a trooper and coming on the radio program and, and being such an integral part of the campus ministry there and cleaning up the mess that Pastor Smith— No, he didn't do any. <laughs> just in case he's listening. And— uh, God's blessings to you. Congratulations on finishing your um, your coursework. Uh, enjoy the, the last spring, and we look forward to maybe down the line. You never know. We might talk to you as Dr. Emma. Uh, Sounds good. Long. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that's all we have time for here today in the Student Union on the beautiful campus of LCMSU. Remember, college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help. You've been listening to The Student Union, produced by the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate Office of National Mission, in cooperation with Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the LCMS. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. You can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting the Student Union.